You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You picked that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, you can subscribe to the show right here and support it through Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Still the best place to make contributions to this broadcast. And if you love this show, but you want to take it on the road with you, you can do that quite easily now with bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That is the podcast courtesy of magical producer Trevor. Check it out today. Podcast format, bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. All right. Good morning, everybody. So excited to be back with you. Um, first and foremost, a couple things. Number one, number one, my voice is totally fucked. Uh, it's hurting. I've got a frog in my throat from talking all weekend, talking and yelling and having a good time. Uh, so my voice is fucked up. Just full disclosure. We'll see how, how long we can go. We'll see if it behaves. Got a haircut. Now my hat don't fit. <laughs> So yeah, so that's first and foremost. Second, <clears throat> second, I uh, I fucking got three hours of sleep. <laughs> so I got three hours of sleep last night. The wife and I drove home from Nashville after the incredible fundraising event for uh, to fight child trafficking. It was amazing. Uh, special thank you to Beard Vet Coffee. Uh, Beardo, Kenny, I love you guys. Honestly, it was an amazing time. Uh, we, we were blown away by how we were treated and, and the fun that we got to have. Uh, we got myself and my beautiful wife got to bring along the absolutely incredible and beautiful Lauren Eve. So she hung out with us all weekend. It was amazing. And we're going to actually spend some time going through our, our evening last night uh, with videos and pictures. And it was just really, really cool. Uh, got to hang out with Jason and Brittany Aldine uh, most of the night, along with a lot of other incredible people. Um, so I am dragging ass. I'm moving slow. The show is not set up. I'm totally out of order. And yet we're going to have a blast of a show. We're going to have a hell of a show. I'm going to talk to you guys about what we got to experience. Uh, we're going to share some video from what we got to experience. Really an amazing time. Uh, pictures and the whole nine. It was really, it was fun. So yeah, we got to hang out with them all night. Uh, you know, just kind of chumming it up and chit-chatting and it was just, it was a blast and really special, uh, made possible by, by Kenny and Beardo from Beard Vet Coffee. Uh, just great guys, just really great guys and good friends. But, uh, so we're going to talk about that today. Um, we've got a bunch of dank memes. We've, we played that, uh, meme fellas meme again, because frankly it is going bonkers. Uh, people are asking if it's on Spotify. I mean, it is really, really silly. Uh, but we're having fun. The Dilly Meme team is hitting their stride. I could not be more proud of these people. Incredible patriots. Uh, we're working tirelessly right now to try and take it to the next level, which I, I don't know. 
you know, I don't know what that looks like, but it could be something really special. So we're working our asses off right now to make that happen. But the memers continue to essentially kick my ass. I'm impressed. I, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Our team is representing our community better than I ever could have imagined. And I love and appreciate them for it. The talent is on full display every single day. And uh, nobody is, is, uh, has any doubts about the Dilly Meme team anymore. Uh, they know what's up. Like, this is who's going to essentially save the 2024 election, bury Democrats, and also revive the culture all at the same time. So we're going to talk about them today because they've got a bunch of dank memes, but we also have news. So it's going to be a big show. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to try not to yell too much because my voice fucking hurt. All right, I feel like I got runded it over by a truck. I didn't real. I didn't drink last night at all. Just full disclosure, I'm not hungover. I didn't have a single drop of alcohol. I did enjoy my Trump cigar, but um, dude, I, I wasn't going hard in the paint drinking. But my God, dude, we were like hanging out. We were talking and we're visiting, and uh, and then we stayed up super late. And I was driving until just before 3 a.m. And I'm just moving a little bit slow, but that's okay. That's okay. It's really, uh, it was an exceptional kind of day and an exceptional kind of time. So we're going to talk about that. But I also had made a promise, a promise to do something. Uh, and it, it's very important. It's very important because we have a birthday. That's right. It is our incredible MAGA mom, Nancy Willie. It is her 70th birthday today. And so we want to wish her a very happy birthday for Nancy Willie. She has been down for the show since the beginning. Uh, she, she's the one who originally dressed me because I couldn't afford my shirts. So she gifted me, I don't know how many shirts now. I mean, it's, we got to be up to about 100. And she always sent us cookies. We love her. She is also the senior member of MAGA Helpers Group. So she's constantly doing wonderful things for the community. Uh, she's a MAGA Helpers lady that uh, you guys probably, if you've ever been in a hard way, you've received gifts from her or cards. And uh, that is Nancy Whitley that does that. So we love her. She also has a hell of a son who's one of my good friends, Jason. And uh, he's also an incredible person. He runs the Dilly Telegram uh, chat for the fans and uh, just a great guy. So happy birthday, Nancy Whitley. We love you. I'm gonna get in text messages. Who's texting me during the show? Uh -huh. Oh, oh. Oh, uh, that's it. What's up, Kenny? Hey, you guys, Kenny is on the golf course. Beard Vet Coffee is on the golf course on the first hole, teeing off. That's right. They're working the uh, golf event. That is for the charity event that we did last night. So shout out to them. Shout out to Kenny. Shout out to the Beard Vet and his lovely wife, Kenny's wife, Tiffany. And uh, shout out to the Aldeans. Wonderful, wonderful human beings. So <laughs> isn't that fun? Good times. All right. I told you guys, I'm like all loopy. I feel loopy. I'm having a loopy problem because my brain isn't quite hitting like it's all. Ee, ee, ee. So I guess a couple of cleanup items from last week. I got my my uh, Roger Stone book. I thought that was cool to Warlord Dilly, fellow patriot and America first warrior. That's from Roger Stone. I'll be sending him a copy of my book as well. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I want to share that with you guys. It's just such. What an incredible time, um, I think, to be a part of our community. It's been such a long time. Uh, you know, we've been going uphill. It's been tough sledding. And uh, to see, I think, 
to get to the point where I get to go out and represent you guys uh, at really cool events with amazing patriotic people. Um, and it's only made possible by all of you who, who sat and, and listened to the show and believed in it and promoted it through the years, for years and years, five years now, we've been on uh, doing this broadcast, 2018 through today. And it's been, it's been really nothing short of miraculous. And uh, you've supported not just myself, but my incredible creative team, the people who make the amazing memes that, that are helping President Trump destroy all primary opponents, but also uh, allowing us to pivot to a general election campaign much sooner than anybody expected and win back the culture. So, you know, I really love you guys. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. And, and what we do here is, is a lot of fun. And it can be uh, demanding because we never stop working. Um, we're always working. And the meme team never stops working. But yet, uh, I think a lot of that energy is, is a product of, of you guys. How much you love the content. So, I guess we're going to get to the real Dilly in the Wild. So, oh my God. <laughs> I feel like I was run over by a truck. <laughs> so listen, if we're going to get to this Dilly in the Wild about our weekend, I guess it's probably appropriate we do a little story time. Let me get to the stories. So here's what happened, all right? So a couple weeks ago, I was in Nashville, as you all know, and I was playing in a charity golf tournament. It was a lot of fun, and I was there as a guest of Beard Vet Coffee, who does a ton of charity work, uh, really all about the community, really all about doing the right thing, and it's it's fun. It's just a good thing, and uh, so I was out there, and when I was out there, we got to hang out with some very important gentlemen in the Nashville scene, and uh, they said, Dilly, we're coming back in two weeks, and uh, my friend Kenny says, I'm going to bring my wife, Tiff, and if you would like to come, we would like to have you and Randy as our guests, and uh, we can go to this this auction, and it's a silent auction and charity event golf tournament with the Aldeans, and it's for fighting child trafficking, and we said, well, yeah, you say yes to that, right? And uh, so a couple days goes by and we we're, we're got invited. We're excited. We're making our plans. And then I reach back out to Kenny and I say, Kenny, would it be okay if I brought Lauren Eve? She, you know, she's a very amazing lady and she does incredible beams and she's not very far away. And she, I would like to bring her uh, if that would be okay. And so Kenny was like, well, yeah, fuck yeah, bring her. All right. And so we were all excited. We're like, oh my gosh, we're really going to go do this. We're going to go down there to Nashville Rihanna had never been to Nashville. Lauren even never been to Nashville, just other than driving past. I had only been there the one time. And uh, we said, okay, let's go down there. So that's what we did. We went down to Nashville and we had a good time. I wish I had, I, w I thought I had pictures. Hold on. I had other pictures, but the girls didn't give all of them to me, which kind of low-key makes me want to kick their ass because Randy was fucking posting them on Twitter, but not sending them to me ahead of time. So hold on. Let me just, let me just, upload so you guys can see because I want to do a disservice here hold on it's a part of the story okay so <laughs> I want to provide context I want to provide the context for the evening okay so 
yesterday, first and foremost, so you guys know who we're talking about here, um, our good friend Kenny Lee, he is who brought us to Nashville, him and uh, Beardo, but Beardo wasn't able to attend. So this was just going to be Kenny and his lovely wife, Tiffany. All right, so uh, this is me and Kenny Lee hanging out on uh, at Jason Aldean's bar on the rooftop. Uh, we're just getting ready to have our food and uh, having a really, really good time. We were very excited. And so we did that, we hung out, and then it was time to get ready for the uh, event. And we headed on over to the event around 5.30, and lo and behold, the very first person we got to interact with when we walked into the event is Jason Aldean. <laughs> so we got to hang out. We walk in. Lauren Eve, I love you. Thank you for catching this uh, candid moment. Uh, that is uh, from left to right. You got Kenny, my wife, Rihanna, myself, Jason Aldean, and then the lovely Tiff, Tiffany, that is Kenny's wife. And uh, we were just kind of sitting there chatting with him. And we were obviously very uh, blown away. It was an incredible experience such a normal person, like obviously an exceptional person, but a totally normal and friendly person. And uh, I think we all came away just really impressed with, uh, with him and his lovely wife. Now, I must give credit, his lovely wife and her sister uh, are who put on the event, okay? So these girls pulled it together and it's for obviously a great cause and that is fighting child trafficking. And... Uh, so after we got done talking to Jason, we were able, we were fortunate. Uh, we happened to walk over to a table, and on their, our way to that table, we bumped into his beautiful wife, and her name is Brittany. So that's Brittany Aldean. And uh, she was the one who actually hosted the event, pulled it all together, and was really just a wonderful person and a total doll about the whole thing. And, uh, and it was incredible because Beard Vet Coffee, uh, they actually donated a AR-15 rifle, it was a badass gun, and it had the Beard Vet logo on it, and uh, was just really, really a slick looking firearm. And uh, of all people, when we first met Jason, he go, and, and Kenny presented it to him to show it to him, uh, Jason was like, I'm buying that. <laughs> At the beginning of the night, he's like, I'm buying that. And, uh, and he wasn't lying, so there, became, there was a bidding war for this gun, and uh, Beard Vet Coffee, along with, obviously, the Aldeans, were able to raise $15,000 off of just the sale of that firearm. So off of just the sale of that firearm, uh, they were able to sell this thing. So, uh, and yes, thank you, Beardo. So Casey is, is uh, Brittany's sister who, who, helped, uh, who hosted the event. So shout out to, to uh, or Cass, Cassie, sorry. Cass and, and, and Brittany. I knew I was mispronouncing it. Cass, I apologize. So Cass and Brittany are the ones who hosted the event. Jason popped in and obviously did his thing and hung out. And it was very cool, but really uh, a credit to uh, a credit to uh, Beard Vet Coffee because they they also just said, you know, let's do this and raised 15 grand. Yeah, 15 grand for fighting child trafficking. And that was just off of the AR. And I thought that was so cool. And also, what a what a um, honor to have their their firearm, uh, the Beard Vet firearm, now in the home of Jason Aldean, and he's going to probably take it out and 
and go shooting. Wait, Cass is Jason's sister? I don't know, man. You guys are confusing the shit out of me. I don't know the family lineage of shit. And frankly, I've been driving all night, all right? Just understand, there's these two beautiful women that are fucking famous, and one of them's married to an even more famous person, and they were all great human beings who fucking raised money. Can we just do that? I'm not reading a script here, okay? I'm like working on three hours of fucking sleep, and I don't know who's whose cousin, okay? It's the fucking South. You don't know how this shit goes. I'm just saying they're all lovely, all right? Anywho, thank you. Well, tell you said her name wrong. Well, actually, technically, it's her third cousin on her sister's side with her mom's uncle. Like, all right, fucking, I'm sorry. People that are better looking than me and richer and famouser got together and raised a shitload of money for a great cause. Does that help? Is that, is, are we, yeah, you understanding the scenario here? God. You try to do a nice thing. Fucking, oh, you know, Kelly fucked it up already. All right, so uh, we're going to continue our story because this is good times. And the good times were definitely rolling. Oh, hey, look, I have a picture. Yay. I have a picture of uh, of Cass along with Brittany and the lovely Tiffany. Uh, and that's Tiffany Lee, Kenny's wife. So there you go. And that guy in the background is the DJ. So isn't that great? So that's a good picture as well. You guys got some really awesome pictures. Look, here's Kenny Lee. Uh, he was he was like, Jason Aldean, go shoot my gun. Watch, you're gonna see this picture, it's great. Kenny was like, I will absorb you, Jason, uh, Jason Aldean, with my gigantic paw. That's Kenny Lee with his gigantic fucking paw. And uh, he got in trouble actually for this picture because that is, that's Jason's guitar hand. And, uh, and Kenny was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, he immediately had to release that hand and and uh, go back to just being super gentle giant. But <laughs> it's a good picture, though, isn't it? It's a great picture. Oh, you got to love it. And then uh, the girls were definitely smitten. Uh, and why wouldn't they be? They got to meet an incredible country singer and a great human being. Honestly, a very normal person that was uh, very friendly. And, and I thought this was good. So there you go. So this is uh, Kenny Lee's wife and my wife, uh, the lovely Randy, hanging out with Jason Aldean, getting a quick picture. Lauren Eve, we love you for, she played photographer. I kept trying to get her in the picture. She's like, no, I did manage to get a couple of pictures of Lauren that I'm going to share with you guys in there with me and with Rihanna. Um, but this was very cool, very special. And uh, we had a good time. So here you go. Uh, oh, also, this is me with Randy and her boobs look awesome, which is really, she looked hot. But, like, her boob game was on point last night. I thought, I was like, dude, boob game on point, Randy. Working, working it, okay? She was looking beautiful and boobalicious. So, I walked around just sort of being like, yeah, I'm here. And uh, if you don't believe that I am uh, somewhat of someone of prominence now, look at her boobs, right? Because I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, everybody was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was a... It was quite the, the, uh, it was a, it was a good looking crowd. I gotta be honest with you, man. It was a lot of good looking fucking people at this thing. I felt very schleppy. You know, I was like schlepping around, schlepping, schlepping it up. Um, hold on. Okay. I told you, I promised that I was going to have a picture of one of my favorite people. And that is Lauren Eve. Oh my God. She told me I could show this picture because she loved the picture. So Lauren was, uh, she was just incredible. And, and we had so much fun laughing and in talking, uh, I'm a little bit concerned because 
She was trying to meme while we were trying to give her like a little mini weekend vacay. But she was still, uh, she was doing amazing. And then her and Randy got a really great picture together as well. And I just thought, I, get, I took this picture because I, I do a good job with, with uh, photos. So, <laughs> okay, I have more stuff that's going to really, I think, really impress you guys. Um, oh, this is a cute one. We're out on the balcony, right? Like, like four amigos. I know there's supposed to be three, but we were like, we were like four amigos out there hanging on the balcony. Now, don't worry. I'm going to play music for you guys and also some behind-the-scenes stuff, too. Uh, also, they took a picture of me. And I don't know why they did this. I mean, I think it's pretty cool because there's, like, an American flag in the background. And uh, and I'm, like, kind of sweaty because it is hot in there. But, yeah, uh, that was me sitting front row. So, if you're wondering what I was looking at from this seat, uh, it was it was, like, pretty much the very front seat. And uh, I was just kind of hanging out watching incredible musicians do their do their damn thing. So I don't know all the musicians because I don't know names like the everybody else does when it comes to country singers. I just know I listen to all these guys' music on the radio pretty much daily. And uh, this gentleman, he had like the number one song in America up until like a couple days ago, right? That was a big ass deal. I was like, holy shit. You can sing your balls off, pal. And then he sang a really beautiful song that he had written for his kids. And uh, and that also was amazing. All right. It was like, it was a really good, it's not even recorded anywhere, but he played it and he's like, I'm going to try not to cry. And we were like, holy shit. Now this guy's, uh, this guy's name is not, this is, uh, I don't know what his name is. I'm, I'm sorry. I think it was Taylor something. Something Taylor? Taylor? Maybe? I don't know. He, they're all just country. They have very good country names. Uh, no, Jason didn't play last night. So there was no Jason Aldean playing. He sat in the crowd and they had amazing other singers. I don't know. We'll, we'll get the names of these people. You guys will figure it out. The hell was this guy's name? He was like number one song in America like two weeks ago. Maybe. I don't know. Fucking beard vet. They, they'll tell me. You guys want to correct my shit when I don't know how to say Cassie's fucking name. Yeah. Somebody, somebody want to fucking tell me this guy's name? That's Tyler? Tyler Farr? Is that who that is? Tyler. It's is it Taylor or Tyler? I don't fucking know. Dude is incredible. Like, what a what a voice on this gentleman. Cole Taylor. Thank you, Lauren Eve. Yeah, that's Cole Taylor. Alright, we're gonna rely on Lauren Eve for telling us things, because Lauren knows the things about the things. Okay, that's Cole Taylor. And I'm telling you right now, if you go download, see I knew it was Taylor something. Cole Taylor. So if you guys go download um, his his songs, he's really good. I was impressed. Yeah, I was like blown away. I was like, holy shit! And and he could he could sing his ass off live. Like it's not just some studio shit. You understand me? All right. So that's Cole Taylor. There you go. <coughs> All right, Lauren. Who's this guy then? Lauren, who's this guy? Because I really like this guy too. His music was freaking amazing. Who was that one? I don't remember this one, Lauren. He was super good. Who is that? Because I got I don't want to fuck it up. Now you've embarrassed me. That guy was like next level. I actually was really blown away um, with how his voice, like, he could, that's Tyler Reed. This motherfucker could sing, all right? I'm still learning the country game, okay? I only know a few people. I, I know, I like, I really like, obviously, Jason Aldean, listen to his music, and Morgan Wallen, and some of those others. 
But I'm not that familiar with all these amazing singers. But this motherfucker could sing his balls off. I was like, dude, seriously? Impressive voice, all right? Yeah, that's Tyler Reed. Yeah, that guy could sing. Are they all named fucking Taylor or Tyler? Jesus Christ. Or Cole or Coulter. They got such good names. I don't have any... Yeah, I don't got to, I don't, that's, I'm always impressed. Yeah, I got Bailey Zimmerman too. I know him. Anyway, so then this, uh, so then, Lauren, help me out with this one. I don't want to fuck this one. Is this, this one, this one is Tyler Farr, right? Hold on, let's That's Tyler Farr. Gonna aim my headlights in your bedroom window. So this is a story inside of a story about a story, all right? So that is Tyler Farr, and he was awesome too. Um, but I will say one thing. Tyler Farr was not prepared to play music. He showed up, and he didn't have a guitar pick. No bullshit. Tyler Farr sat down on that seat and was like, I have a guitar pick. And he was looking around, and he's like, does anybody have a guitar pick? And the audience, there's only like 75 people there. They're like, no. And he was like, fuck. Well, okay. And he started playing. And Randy jumped up and goes, give me your keys. I bought a guitar pick today. I'm like, what? She goes, I bought a guitar pick today. I'm like, no shit. She goes, yes. So she runs out to the car and she had bought, like as a souvenir for the kids, a Johnny Cash guitar pick. So she comes running back in and he's halfway through his first song and Randy <laughs> walks up on like on stage not you know it was really on stage it was like she walks up to him hands him the guitar pick and he starts fucking playing so he's playing using randy's guitar pick because she like totally saved the day and then everybody was like oogling her because she's fucking smoking hot uh which was really funny and uh and that was cool like that was a big deal and she was all proud of herself and uh why not right why, why not she looked amazing and uh, she had made quite the the entrance. Uh, there was also a point that I sat outside. And this photo is for my very good friend, Miguelifornia. Because uh, you would be proud of me. I sat out and I, I was chilling outside like a boss. Uh, you know, this is just chilling, right? Just chilling. And uh, I was having my stogie. And me and Kenny were hanging out. And uh, the girls were like, oh, let's get a picture of Dilly. And then... They asked me to do the Warlord Dilly uh, picture again, to which I obviously obliged, because uh, I was I was happier than a pig and shit. What can I say? I was like, "Yep, 
fucking happy as can be. Now, one thing you guys got to know about this charity event, all right? I'm coming back. This is for stopping child trafficking, okay? And it was amazing. And there were amazing people there that pulled this all together. Obviously, Brittany and Cass pulled it together uh, with the, the help of Herc. Herc Williams, what a fucking legend that guy is. Might be the most coolest dude I've ever met. Like, when I grow up, I'm trying to be Herky Williams, all right? Dude is a legend. I hope that's his last name or I just fucked it up. Either way, everybody just calls him Herky. And Herky's the fucking man in Nashville. If you live in Nashville and you don't know Herky, you don't know anybody, all right? So this guy's like the fucking, he's the G of all Gs. And uh, they got all these really cool prizes for people to auction off and raise all this money to fight child trafficking, right? And, uh, and then they fucking auctioned off uh, Brittany and, and Jason Aldean auctioned off their, their fucking house. Like, who auctions off their house? Now, it was their vacation home in the Turks and Caicos. And uh, I want to show you guys how this auction went because it was pretty cool. Um, it was one of the more lively auctions of the night. And Randy took some video, and I thought you guys would really enjoy it. So, here's a short video of... Uh, Jason and Brittany Aldean auctioning off their house. I'm sorry, I threw that out. Here, it's Drake Slammerdini, but here we go. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Brittany, Jason. Where do we start this one, Brittany? Where do you want to start? $5,000 has been called. $5,000 opening bid at five. I got six. Give me 65. 65, seven, 75, $8,000, $85,000, or $8,500, sorry. Make it $9,000, $9,000, $10,000. Give me 11, 11,000, yes, 11,000, no problem. Give me 12, 12,000, give me 13,000. Look at the 13, 13. Yes, at 30. Twice. 
at 30,000 dollars. I'm walking. 30,000. I'm stopping. 30,000. She says 31. 32,000. 32. Yes! Now I got a thumbs up. Now he's really serious. 32,000. Make it 33. Make it 33. What's at 32? She said, if my hearing is correct, and I have selective hearing, just ask my wife, she said, $40,000 has been called. $40,000. Now you've got blankets and pillows. They weren't included before. I'm kidding. Stop it. $40,000. 41 Yes! $42,000. Where are you? She can't believe it. Here it comes. Watch it go. Once at 41 Twice at 41 Yes! Now she's shaking her head! Yes on that one! $42,000. Make it 43 42 Make it 43 Yes! And work's just gonna stop. 43 blocks. Now it's gone twice. 44 thousand dollars. It's 40 this just in. Sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, somebody get Daniel Breezy from KWKRN on the news. We've got breaking news from this room right here tonight. We're going to stop the bidding. The pandemonium has reached a crazy level. And they just can't take it anymore. We're going to stop the bidding. We'll make it 44000 Actually, we'll bring it down. 43000 43000 We'll sell two. They'll donate their house for two weeks. Are you in for 43? She says, yes at 43. Yes at 43. So that was pretty much the coolest thing of the night. They auctioned off uh, a week to each person. Uh, they got two weeks vacation at the Aldine's home in Turks and Caicos. All expense paid <coughs> for uh, forty-three thousand apiece. Eighty-six grand raised on just that one auction. So we want to share that with you guys because I just thought I I've never done anything like this. Okay. Like, obviously, you guys know me pretty well, um, and I'm pretty transparent about kind of my life and where I've been and kind of where I came out of, and so I've never got the chance to experience anything like this, certainly not at this level. I've been to auctions, but not like this, um, and it was really special. It was really an amazing time, and uh, it, they raised a ton of money. I don't know what the total ended up being. I know it was a very, uh, it was a formidable amount. It was a big dollar amount. Um, and it all was going to stop child trafficking. And it was a, it was a beautiful time. And uh, again, made possible by Beard Vet Coffee uh, that, that you know they auctioned off their, the, an AR-15 for $15,000 and also brought us along to enjoy the fun. So yeah, really, really incredible time. But uh, that was our evening yesterday and that's why I am dragging ass today. That's why I'm moving slow because that's what was going on. Now, while I was doing that, the meme team was crushing it. 
They were working their ass off on projects that I was not even aware of. One such project is this absolute piece of brilliance. Wait until you see this. was a uh, let's see double dog leah trev and little that did that one and it turned out exquisite you should be very proud very proud it was a big weekend for maga honestly the blowback from arresting president donald j trump is still being felt it is it's going to reverberate for a while however atlanta did not waste any time Letting America know where they stand in the 2024 election. Yeah, it didn't take long. DJT going up in the walls in the hood in Atlanta. 
They absolutely love him. They, he, they have adopted him. Atlanta has adopted President Donald J. Trump as one of their own. And uh, honestly, people are really, <laughs> I think they're sleeping on just what this is going to do to the 2024 election. Yeah, the videos keep dropping all over the place. Everywhere you turn, people are letting them letting America know where they stand with this thing. It's been amazing, I, honestly. I think it's it's going to be end up, it'll end up being one of the greatest unifying moments in American history, especially because the Dilly Meme team is all over this. They're taking the moments and immortalizing them in iconic, culturally fucking impactful memes. Here's another one for you guys. About Donald Trump being racist until he ran for president and won. Everybody, they, they like Donald Trump. As soon as he ran for president, because people don't like the truth. Crooked cowards. Gangsters make the world go. No hesitation. Run a nation from incarceration. 30 years is what I'm facing. But give me seven C's and 11 G's. I make enough cheese to bring Wall Street to its knees. Please, I got enough guns to fill the Empire State Building full of ones. Go to school is what you tell us. But in school, it's scared of the good fellas. We got the yay, yo. You can just say no, but nobody makes a move until I say so. That's how it is. That's how it's gonna be, kids. When you grow up, who the f you wanna be? You little guppies. Gangsters make the world. Donald Trump is what Americans love. Donald Trump is what Americans aspire to be. Rich, powerful. Do what you want to do, say what you want to say, be how you want to be. Thank you, Devil Dog. Absolutely killed it. That's Maggot Devil Dog knocking that thing out of the park. Also, heads up to the meme team. My brain isn't working correctly yet today, so if I missed your meme, don't get mad at me. I do have a couple. I have, I have several, but if I miss any memes, it's... I'll just play them tomorrow because <laughs> my brain doesn't work. We also found out that uh, President Trump will be arraigned this week in Georgia. It looks like, or next week, rather, in, in Georgia. So that is on the docket. We also got some bullshit news that they're planning on starting his trial for Was in Washington, D.C. the day before Super Tuesday which is clearly election interference. I mean, it's absolutely absurd that they're trying to hammer this shit through while he's trying to run a campaign for president. He is leading everyone. It's not fucking close. He is boat racing the establishment. He's destroying Biden. He smoked the entire GOP field. And now we've got to find out this morning that they're trying to arraign uh, or rather start the trial of Donald Trump in Washington, D.C. 
the day before Super Fucking Tuesday. It's absurd. It's absurd. It should piss you off. And uh, I don't think it's going to work. I think they're just going to piss people off to a whole new fucking level. It is, uh, it is election interference, period. President Trump also staying fired up. And why wouldn't he? He's got cases all over the country. He's got to fight this bullshit. Spending money and time fighting these assholes. And also he's got to deal with these dipshits. The Republicans in Congress, though well-meaning, keep talking about an impeachment inquiry on crooked Joe Biden. Look, the guy got bribed. He paid people off. And he wouldn't give a billion dollars to Ukraine unless they, quote, got rid of the prosecutor. Biden is a stone-cold crook. You don't need a long inquiry to prove it. It's already proven. These lowlifes impeached me twice, I won, and indicted me four times for nothing. Either impeach the bum or fade into oblivion. They did it to us. Donald Trump reminding the cucks in Congress, the Republican establishment, all of the GOPE who don't like to say mean things and rock the boat, shit or get off the pot, you fucking pussies. He's absolutely right. Shit or get off the fucking pot. We put you there to do a job. You represent me, motherfucker. If you're not going to do the job, then you don't need to be there anymore. We don't need your fucking ass there anymore. You can be gone. No big deal. Get the fuck out. We will just remove you. But the fact that we're even having to have President Donald J. Trump plead with you motherfuckers to do the right thing is absolutely embarrassing. Instead, all they do is go on Twitter or their shitty-ass podcast crying like some fucking pussies, talking about what they would do, what they'd like to be seen done, but they don't do jack shit. Congress don't do a fucking thing. McCarthy don't do a fucking thing. His chew toy, Marjorie Taylor Greene, doesn't do a fucking toy. None of these people does shit. All they do is talk shit and then sit on their fucking ass when they get to D.C., and they never actually take the necessary steps to start winning. They pontificate like some fucking bitches. This is why nobody likes Congress. This is why nobody trusts Congress. This is why everybody hates the fucking GOP establishment. I got so many of these motherfuckers I have to deal with now in establishment media. Peckerwood GOP establishment media think that I'm too, oh, I want to share your stuff, but I don't want to put your fucking name on it. Fuck you. You don't want to share my meme team stuff because we're too controversial. You're exactly like these cunts in Congress that won't do their fucking job and let Democrats bend them over and fuck them raw for the last 50 fucking years. It's all your fault. You didn't do shit. You haven't done shit. There's only one man that's got balls big enough to do a fucking thing in this country. His name is Donald John Trump. And you need to follow his fucking lead. That's the bottom line. Brendan Dilly said so. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. We will rise. We will stand. We will love one another and fight for freedom's God plan. We can't fall. Sacrifice American peace.
California killing it, as usual. Patriotism. Patriotism. You love it. You love to feel it. You love it. And you're fucking mainline that shit right into my veins, right into my bloodstream. My bloodstream. All right. Now, listen to me. As you guys know, I travel sometimes. And, uh, and it's not always easy for me to do the show. And I do the best I can. And I'm always like, I, I rush home. And it's, it's daunting on my family, right? It's daunting on my wife because I'm like, oh, I got to get to the show. I got to get to the show because I don't really take days off, right? Even when I go on vacation, I bring my laptop now and I'm like, hey, guys, I turn on the fucking show and I'm like doing my thing, right? I don't take days off. I don't unplug. And I will, I promise I will, after we win in 2024. You have my word. I'm going to go on an actual real unplug vacation after we win and Donald Trump is the president again. I will. But that's not right now. However, we had some ideas about how we can maybe come up with a way for me to take a day or two off occasionally, but the show continue. Okay? Now, we all know nobody can do the Dilly Show like yours truly. It's the Dilly Show and... No one really does what I do. However, one of the friends of the show who has his own show and was doing his best Dilly Show impression last week, we thought we would have him in for a tryout. You guys tell me what you think. But that's where I draw the line. Honestly, if some 40-year-old dude wants to chop his dick off, like I could care less. I, I, I legitimately couldn't care less. What I don't want to do, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to pay for it. Okay? I don't want to have to capitulate to the lunacy that I have to call you whatever random gender or furry or whatever the fuck you are or want to be called at, whatever, you know, at that time. Stay out of my face. If you want to do that, if you want to be, perfect, fine. Like, great. Do whatever you want. I could care less. Stop asking me to pay for it. Stop uh, talking about it nonstop. Stop making me and everyone feel like we have to comply at, you know, or be canceled to whatever neuroses you're feeling at the same time. Okay? And uh, stay the fuck away from our children. 
Shout out to Mr. Pants for making that meme. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> All right. So I think <laughs> I've got to move to Florida because I think if there's days that I'm busy, I think I could probably ask Don to come in and he could do a pretty good job. That was a pretty good dilly, right? Like that was, I thought it was pretty fucking good. I was like, that sounds like me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to chop your dick off? Go right ahead. <laughs> Well done, Mr. Pants. You should be very proud of that meme. That turned out really good, dude. Funny, funny stuff. Okay, back to what we got to discuss here. We were talking about how Congress are a bunch of fucking inept pussies, but we also got to talk about this. There is a rumor going around. There's a rumor going around, and rumors are strong in political circles that Ron DeSanctimonious, whose presidential run is a shambles and whose poll numbers have absolutely crashed, putting him third and fourth in some states, will be dropping out of the presidential race in order to run in Florida against Rick Scott for Senate. Now, that's an interesting one, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, it's more than an interesting one. There is a man who lives in Georgia who predicts the future. This uh, is a very, very rough time for Rick DeSantis. <laughs> oh, Rick, bro, DeSanctimonious, you can't beat Rick Scott. You can't beat anybody ever again because you're not going to get endorsed by the kingmaker, Donald Trump. See what? What's going to happen now, you fucking meatball, is you've destroyed your name entirely. Your whole political brand is in the toilet, and I'm shitting on top of it. Your brand is in the toilet, and I'm pooing all over that fucking thing. There isn't a Senate seat for you. You can't fucking beat Rick Scott. All that's going to happen is President Trump's going to endorse Rick Scott, and you're going to fucking lose by 30. You're not even going to get close. You can't be a senator in Florida. You can't beat Rick Scott. You can't beat Marco Rubio. You're on your way to something very simple. And I told you this before, sir. You're on to your way to owning rondiments. It's going to be glorious. It's where you belong. You should be a gas station owner. You should have rondiments. Maybe you could even... When Casey leaves you, and she's going to fucking leave you, mark my words, she wants no part of a fucking autistic weird loser who thinks he's the fucking next president, but actually is on his way to being unemployed. Casey's gonna fucking leave. And you know who you could date? 
Rona McDaniel, and you could call it Ron and Rona's. Rondiments. It works. You guys can get matching fucking sweater vests. You both can blow the fuck up to 400 pounds together. I don't know if you've even met or spent time together, but I swear to God, it's like the perfect fucking scenario. You guys would be America's power couple. Fat power couple. Everybody would love you. You could be Rona and Ron at Rondamins. Welcome to Rondamins. You could open it in Wisconsin. Some place like that where you can wear those fucking sweaters that match and you could offer people all the different newest cheeses and uh, the newest and latest crackers to put your fucking cheeses on top of. I think it's a great idea. But the one thing you're not gonna be is a fucking senator, ever. You're never gonna be the president. You're never gonna be a state senator. You might be able to be a congressman if you fucking sneak into some district nobody's paying attention to. But for all intents and purposes, your political career is over, dude. It's fucking over. And your marriage is right behind it. So you might as well get a hold of Ronna McDaniel before she does another fucking surgery on that face of hers and just say, hey, babe, I got an idea. It's a business plan. It's called Rondiments. We're going to have every fucking condiment known to mankind with the best security boards and fucking snacky snackies. It's like a gas station with gas station food, but with no fucking gas because you don't know shit about the environment. So I think it would work. Ron and Rona, fucking match made in hell. Put them together, pack on 500 pounds as a fucking couple and watch the way people embrace you. Get those big, fat, good hugs, the big, fat person hugs. Ooh, I love you. so squishy. Oh, I love it. I love rondiments. Mmm, you smell like spicy mustard and fucking ketchup and maybe mayo. And is that fucking sriracha? Oh, God, you're all the things at once. Everybody will love you. I'm just saying it's a good idea, all right? I'm trying to make a hard sales pitch on this one because I think it's, a, it's not a bullshit thing. He's going to be so rich. You guys will be so successful. You could open rondiments across the country, all around America. Rondiments all over the place. Oh, it'll be glorious. Anywho, I'm mature. And I guess, look, dude, we're not gonna pretend this guy is coming back. Are you shitting me right now? This guy's coming back, really? Not gonna allow these institutions to be targeted by people. We. Okay, listen, y'all. Let me let me tell you, we finna put parties aside, cause it ain't it ain't about parties today. A bullet don't know a party, so don't get me started. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do. Not going to allow these institutions to be targeted by people. We. Okay, listen, y'all. Let me, let me tell you, we finna put parties on. Oh. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do.
it's almost like somebody warned him in January that we would meme this disloyal dog into oblivion and no one believed me. Remember that? Remember they made fun of me and they mocked me for saying, if Ron DeSantis tries to run for president, we will meme that disloyal dog into oblivion. We will show them no quarter. Remember that? Remember they said, why is this asshole with 7,000 followers on Twitter making some, such preposterous threats against the most popular governor in America? Well, it wasn't a threat. It was a fucking promise. And now your career is in the toilet, dude. And not only that, one of my favorite things about this whole fucking DeSantis campaign, or rather the De Titanic campaign, is how many of these dumb cunts jumped aboard the De Titanic with them. Can you believe Kim Reynolds of Iowa is just clicking along? As far as anybody knows, she's a MAGA governor and everybody loves her still. Oh, she's great. She's Trump. Trump endorsed her. And you're just going along and you see the, the Titanic fucking pulling away from port. You're like, hey, can I get on board that thing? Everybody knows how it ends. But some of these stupid fucks still insisted on getting their fat asses on that thing. And now they have to spend every waking moment defending that decision. How embarrassing. Dude didn't just end his career. Everybody who took money from him to work for his campaign, your career is also shit. All of those stupid ass politicians that endorsed you because you thought America, quote, had had enough of Trump. You're all fucking done too. You're all done permanently. You all did it. Because you actually believe, oh, we're tired. We're just really tired of President Trump and his, his nature and his fighting nature and the words and the mean. These fucking idiots, you never leave your bubbles. And because you never leave your bubble, you don't know how regular Americans perceive shit. You're up your own ass and you actually believe, uh, everybody thinks like me. Everybody's a gigantic pussy who wears fucking uh, sweater vests around town when it's 90 fucking degrees trying to cover up their moves. Can you imagine? This fucking guy is so out of touch. He wears sweater vests trying to cover up his fat fucking saggy titties in the middle of summer. Dude, you're not fooling anybody, dude. These people actually believe that backing DeSantis was the right move. DeSantis might be one of the most epic disasters. He's like COVID. This fucking guy took out a hell of people. This motherfucker, I mean, think about it. Think about all the social media people. He turned Bill Mitchell into an aging lesbian woman. Who the fuck turned somebody into an aging lesbian woman? And he did it. John Cardildo is out actively right now trying to find a new fucking liver. He got, the old one is just gone. Fucking pickled that shit, drinking himself into an early grave. This dude took out everybody. DeSantis, the next hurricane should be named DeSantis. Because that's what this motherfucker is. He's a giant, autistic, fucking gluttonous hurricane. And just, he wasn't satisfied with ruining his own career. He was like, I'm going to ruin these careers and these low staff member careers and these social media people's careers and these congressional members' careers and a few fucking governor's careers. And I'm going to ruin my own fucking career. And then this thing ends one way with him, 150 pounds fucking heavier than it is right now, eating the shit out of some rondiments. That's the way this movie ends. You can see it. 
I've been able to see it for months. It's clear as fucking day. The guy is a shit candidate. He's an absolute shit candidate. Speaking of hurricanes. All right, we got to talk about this. I'm very concerned about my people. All of you down in Florida, I'm very worried about you. You need to tell me you're going to be okay because I don't like the way this is looking right now. I don't like that we've got a fucking hurricane named Adalia. Who names these fucking things? That's a shit name, by the way. Uh, no offense to all the Adalias watching this right now. But seriously, who names these things? Who, who names them? Anywho, Idalia, which is expected to be a Category 3 hurricane, which is bigger than a Category 2, okay, is very dangerous. It's a bad thing. And a lot of the state doesn't have no fucking, doesn't have no insurance. Trev, your family is welcome to come to Casa de Dilly if you need a place. If you need to get in your car, your brand new sweet ass van, and you and your lovely wife and your son need a place to stay, you just jump in the car, dude. You just drive up here. You come stay with the Dillies. You understand me? You shut the fuck up, Phantom. I know you don't think it's nothing. That, that invitation goes to you as well, Phantom. Okay? You and your lovely family can come up here as well. You can fucking sleep in the garage. Rest of the family, they got bedrooms. All right? So that's how this is going to go. So Phantom and his family and, and Magical Trevor and his family, you're welcome at Casa de Dilly. You understand me? You don't tell me it's, this ain't nothing. It's a, it's a fucking Category 3. That's like, that's bigger than 2. It's, I don't actually understand. I just know it means like 100 mile an hour winds, right? Is that, is that three? No, the rest of you motherfuckers, you're not on the meme team. I'm sorry. You have to go north to some other place. Jesus, I'm not running a fucking, this isn't some kind of like second, you know, start your life over home place. Okay. I'm not, I'm not the evacuation site. I'm saying if you're on my meme team and you ever need to evacuate some shit, you can come to my house. Okay, you come to my fucking house. The rest of you, I don't fuck tell you, okay? You need to talk to your local, your local fucking person. I don't know. Who do you talk to when you've got to get out of the way of a hurricane? You go to the church or something? Where, where do you guys go during a hurricane? I should probably know this before I move to... Actually, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Because when there's a hurricane coming and I'm in Florida, I'm going to drive to Georgia in my house. Go to the governor's mansion. That seems like a good idea. It was probably dirty as fuck, though. Trev says go to the high school. That's cool. You just go to the high school gym? That's it? That's it? That's what you do? So having a hurricane is kind of like having an assembly? Are you saying it's like a weather assembly? Is that what it is, Trevor? It's a weather assembly? I always loved a good assembly. Didn't you guys love a good assembly? I love a good fucking assembly. Man. We should have assemblies as adults. I mean, other than, you know, hurricanes. I loved a good assembly. We don't do that. Nobody ever calls an assembly. Like, hey, everybody, we're fucking going down to the fucky fuck hall. Yeah, like a weather pep rally. I know, Trev, that's a good idea. We should do one of these. I like the idea of a weather pep rally. It sounds less scary. Yeah, that's, a, that's not bad. There should be cheerleaders. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Phantom says as long as you have a concrete home, you're fine. I have a wood home, but I live in the forest. Hey, look, so this is where it's supposedly going. It's a spaghetti plot. It's a Paschetti plot. So this apparently means these are all the different potential um, landing locations of this hurricane. So I've never seen a spaghetti plot. Never really seen this terminology used either in weather. And uh, I feel like it's kind of it's solid branding. Everybody likes spaghetti. They understand spaghetti. And you can look at this and you say, oh, it looks like spaghetti. So this thing could end up in Tampa or across the state in Jackson. Wait a minute. Is that going to go to my fucking house? No, I won't go to my house, right? I'm good, everybody. Hold on. Fucking concerned. The hell with the rest of you fuckers. That's kind of heading to North Georgia-ish. That white line could be a problem for me. The white one where Panama City, if it goes towards Panama City, I might have a problem. All right. Hopefully it's more like that turquoise line where it misses Tampa and Jacksonville and just kind of goes through like like rural. 27% chance of it going to my house? I ain't fucking doing shit to me. I'm in the mountains. I don't care. You can't you can't have you can't have a fucking hurricane in the mountains. It don't even work that way. I'm not that stupid. I know. You can't you can't hit me with a hurricane up here. I'm in the mountains. I just have to worry about tornadoes, apparently. What do you mean eventually? You know what? Everybody becomes a meteorologist. I'll get storm. I get storm all the time anyway. I'm in the South. I'm, I'm used to it. Ugh. Wait, you have before? Not where I live, right? I'll fucking leave. I'll go to Nashville again. I don't even care. I already discovered that I love Nashville. I'm moved to, I'm fucking moving. If I'd have known more about Nashville, before I bought my house in, in, in Georgia, I'd have fucking moved to Nashville. True story, I'd have, I would have fucking been like, whoop, I'm going to Nashville. You guys are lucky I didn't know about, I, I kind of knew about Nashville, but I hadn't been there yet. But had I known about Nashville, shh, I never even would have came to this state. Just saying. Just saying. All right, so anyway, you guys be safe, seriously. No, all, all joking aside, be safe out there. I don't want you guys getting blown away or drowning or some stupid shit. Uh, okay, that's enough weather crap. I don't want to talk weather. It's not really a strong point for me. I don't know a lot of weather, so it's not my deal. All right, here we go. So this apparently is still a thing. I didn't even know. Fists fly, bodies slammed as Antifa crashes an anti-migrant protest at the New York City mayor's mansion. Dude, what? Are these like some old heads? Fucking duking it out with, uh, I'm going to assume the Antifa is the dork with the, uh, the fucking cloth mask on. Are these old dudes beating the shit out of Antifa? I didn't see the videos. Did this actually happen? Is this real? Did Antifa lose the whole headgear shit? Remember they used to have like proper masks. Now they're just getting beat up by some fucking old heads on the streets of New York. I'm assuming the guys with the American flags in, in like, are, are the people with the American flags, those are the ones beating the shit out of the Pantifa, right? Good for them. 
Anyway, I, I mean, whatever. I'm not a big, uh, you know, I'm not a violence guy, but I ain't nothing wrong with seeing this. I got a bunch of weird memes. All right, so here's what happens sometimes. When I'm out of town, I get memes sent to me that tie into a news story that I'm unaware of because I'm out of town. So that's what happened. Like, for example, I don't know what this fucking meme is for. I'm going to play a meme. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I have it. I, I don't know why it was made. I don't know who made it. I'm not sure what it means. Watch, like this one. I want to share with you my economic vision to grow our economy from the middle out and the bottom up. Everything is bullshit. What? Everything is bullshit. All the time. Everything Did they let Joe Biden do a whiteboard presentation? Is that real? I got another one. Are these fucking real? They let grandpa do a whiteboard presentation? He wanted to show us his economic plan? Is this real? Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything? Everything is bullshit. What the hell? Everything is bullshit. <laughs> Everything is bullshit. What in the world? So they let him do a whiteboard presentation about money? <laughs> Is that how he sold the foreigners into bribing his bitch ass? He was like, thank you for attending. Thank you, thank you for being here today. Uh, I'm going to show you how the Bidenomic work. Okay, so the way it works, you're going to give me, go give Hunter the money. Hunter going to take the money and he's going to give it to me, big guy. And, uh, I'm going to take a phone call, uh, you know, do the thing. I mean, are you serious? They let him. So this is where all these Biden memes came out of. They let grandpa try to tell him, tell the public how he's going to fix the fucking economy. You serious? What's this one? What's this one? Kenichiwa. What? No, I know. I'm supposed to read from this book because my earpiece guy, Trevor, he's on a stress leaf. What? What the hell? Guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have no idea where I am right now. Where are we? Honolulu? Hawaii? Anyways. Well. <laughs> I'm supposed to stand up here and tell you guys everything's going to be okay, but I can't. No, I'm serious. I'm not doing well. My mind, it feels like my internet browser at home. <laughs> I got 12 tabs open, 10 of them are frozen and I don't know where the music's coming from. <laughs> now, I know a lot of you have suffered tragedy, but do you want to know what's really tragic? I'm wearing adult diapers right now. <laughs> and because of these flowers around my neck, I can't smell if I poop myself or not. <laughs> End a sentence. Repeat the line. <laughs> Oh, no. 
What? I didn't know what that was. <laughs> okay, not a bot. Uh, continues to be a big old internet bully. Dude, I had no idea what that was when I started to play it. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell's going on here? Yes, it's obviously super real. That's real. I saw it. You saw it. We both heard it. It's fucking real. It's real until Biden comes out and denounces it. That's the way things work in 2023. If a thing comes out on the internet, it's real. And then unless the other side says, this is not real explicitly, it's fucking real. That was real. That's real until Joe Biden disavows it. Until then, totally fucking real. Hold on, there's another one? What's this one? Is this the same? Is this the real presentation? Is this the actual presentation? I want to share with you my economic vision to grow our economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. Oh. Oh, that actually seemed like it might work. That one I think will work. Did you see that? He just flipped the board over and there's Donald Trump's face. Okay. That one will work. I think that's a good plan. Finally, Biden did something that we all agree on. All right. I'm afraid to pick. The, I don't know what this one is. What's this one? I got another one. I got these memes. I don't know what they were for. They just gave me memes and were like, here, Brandon. Because remember, I was traveling. I was doing business. Did, did Biden, did, did Obama do something? Did, Ob did Obama did something this weekend? DNC, what's the word? Yeah, listen. Uh, we fucked up. Trump has become the first former president in U.S. history oh. to pose for a mugshot. Oh. Don't, uh-oh. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh, that's... That's a problem. That one makes sense to me. Yeah, that that was a fuck up. Oh, that that was a major fuck up. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I think people are going to rally around President Trump. Why Donald Trump? Because he can get the job done. I regret attaching your name to the former president. <laughs> I am very, very honored. On your car on the side of the road Get stuck in a ditch way out in the middle of Can you even imagine if George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or any of our founding fathers were to see what's happening today in America? That the government that they created has now been weaponized and the leading opposition candidate, the candidate of the people, is now a political uh, This prisoner. is where the rubber meets the road This is where the cream is gonna rise this is what you really didn't know. This is where the truth don't lie. You find out who your friends are. Somebody's gonna drop everything. Run out and crank up their car. Hit the gas, get there fast. Never stop to think what's it ever mean. Or it's way too far. Trust me. He's not fading, he's not going anywhere. He knows this is BS. The Where they that this is a two-tier system of justice. This case is a fight for our way of life. You find out who your friends are. There you go. Well done. Jeez, meme team was, I told you, they were just working their balls off this weekend. Isn't that amazing? That's a great one. You guys are doing a good good job. 
Hey, shout out to everybody on Rumble. I love you guys. Hi, Rumble. I hope you're having a good day. You good? You doing good, Rumble? How about our DLive chat? DLive chat? Wow, you guys got 500 people on the DLive chat alone. Another 2,000 on Rumble. Oh, that's nice. How about YouTube? YouTube up to 440. Shout out to YouTube as well. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me on a Monday. I'm a little slow today. Please don't judge me on my performance. I am a little bit slow. I got three hours of sleep because I was driving all night. I pulled in around 3, 4 a.m. Very tired. So nobody, nobody judge me, all right? You don't judge me. If this is your first time on The Dilly Show, this is me at like a four, okay? I'm normally way higher energy, okay? It's not my fault. I was out doing stuff. I was doing things I never did before. It was super fun. All right, let's stay with this discussion of Joe Biden uh, because, listen, if you thought watching us destroy uh, Rick DeSantis was bad, wait till you see what we're going to do to this motherfucker, all right? Old man Joe. More than three quarters of the United States think Biden is too old for a second term. Dude, what a fucking face. Are you shitting me? They're going to Feinstein this guy. They're going to Feinstein the fuck out of him, dude. He's going to show up to shit, and they're just going to be like, he says yes. Nah, he says no, and he'll be quivering and shaking and shit. You know what I'm saying? There's no fucking way old man River makes it to November of 2024. Are you kidding me? They need to put this dickhead out to pasture. They're going to run him, though. They're going to fucking run him. He's going to absolutely, they're going to run him until his fucking ear falls off. He's going to look just like that damn Diane Feinstein, who quite literally looks like they buried her six months ago and then dug her up for voting reasons. They're going to do it. They're going to just say, fuck it. Let's just run him out there. It's fine. I bet he smells bad like cabbage. Remember you, remember you guys hearing that about Hillary Clinton? They said she smelled like cabbage. Says she fucking reeked of cabbage. I always thought that was weird. Because I don't know why somebody would smell like cabbage unless, you know, maybe it was their, you know, their diet or something. I don't know what this video is. Hey, who sent me the four and a half minute video from legend Donald Trump? What is this? The fuck is this? It's four and a half minutes long. Who sent me a four and a half minute long video? Is this awesome? It says the Dilly Meme team. It says legend... Donald Trump and the Dilly Meme team. What is this? I didn't get to vet this. Is this good? Do you guys want to see a fucking... It's a long meme. Four and a half minutes. Who made this? Now, I need to know what the fuck I'm looking at first. All right. What am, who made a four and a half minute meme? Mags? Fuck, you make a four and a half minute... Are we going to feature this? Is this a film? Do I need to rent out a theater? How do we end up with a four and a half minute fucking meme? Am I, is that what you wanted, Mags? I was supposed to rent out a theater? Is, it a, is this going to be at the Sundance Film Festival? Oh, it was Mags and fucking Mo. And you, you did a four and a half fucking minute meme. Is it a mini documentary? The entire audience apparently has seen this four and a half minute meme. I'm concerned. Four and a half fucking minutes. What show did you think I do? 
The fuck do I need a four and a half minute meme for? The song is lit? Are we just not, I leave and no one follows the, the everybody's just like, fuck it. Four and a half fucking minutes. We're gonna do a four and a half minute meme now. It's a four and a half, we're doing four and a half minute meme. We're doing fucking mini movies now. Is this like, were you able to get somebody of significance to play in this thing? Was, were we able to get like fucking, was that Sally Field? Is Sally Field in this meme? Is Sally Field in our fucking new meme that we're going to be playing exclusively on fucking A&E? Is it an, is it an A&E meme? Are we making entire sh movies now? Is it a mini movie? Now I've hyped the shit out of this thing. It better not suck. I'm just warning you. Like now you're, you're, you're in the, it's a, a four and a half minute fucking song. What did you do? What? Did you fucking make a meme to Led Zeppelin's Dazed and Confused? Is that what this is? <laughs> it's, we'd use Zeppelin's Dazed and Dazed and Confused for so long. It's not true. Is that what it is? We're going to do this? Should I sell this to one of the major networks as a film? What's the plot of this Fortnite? Is it? What's the plot exactly? Is there? Who who did you guys cast in this four and a half minute? I hope it's Sally Field. She's always in the good. She she only does um fucking memes over four minutes, so she could be in this. Okay, well, well, let's find out together. Because, now, full disclosure, and I'm going to tell my memers this. You give me a four and a half minute fucking meme, if I get bored, I'm bailing on it halfway. Don't be mad at me. Just so we're all clear. Like, I keep it 100 with everybody. I don't fucking play four and a half minute memes on this show, okay? So, if I get two minutes in and I'm like, eh, I'm bailing on it, I don't want you crying on my dick because I fucking bailed on your meme after you went two minutes too long, okay? Just so we're all clear the way I operate. I love you. Doesn't mean I don't love you, but you fucking make me sit through four and a half minutes. It ain't happening. If I get to two half, I'm out. I'll fucking be out. I'll be like, it's okay. It'll be like to be continued on the next episode of the Dilly Show. I'll fucking make your ass turn it. It'll be a three-part miniseries. I'll be like, Oh, on the next episode of The Dilly Show, the other part of that fucking meme that was four and a half minutes long. But I don't want you getting upset. Like, oh, I'll tell you, you're stagnating my creative process. Like, okay, I get it. All right, Spielberg, you fucking ready? Was this Moe's idea? Whose fucking idea was four and a half minutes? That's a Mag's idea. Goddamn. Okay, guys, here is the gone with the wind of fucking memes. Enjoy.
thy name that rideth on the heaven's eye. Glorious is your word, ever present and for sure. For thy life divine, fulfillment of prophecy, to give sight to the blind. For that we give you thanks and praise. Of you and me, cherish that I love so sweet, manifesting all things great. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Child, love in all your heart, in all your soul, making sure your heart don't grow cold. In you, I trust and put my faith. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Stars in the sky, they gleaming. To sow the seeds of love wherever we go. Oh, Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Heal me when times get harder. Be my firmament, oh Lord. Sing it long with grace and power. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. You fucking long me. love inside of you and me. Cherish that I love so sweet. We're gonna go the whole thing. Are we doing the whole thing? It feels like this should have been about a three-minute meme. Maybe two and a half. Making sure your heart don't grow cold. In you I trust and put my faith. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Am I going to bail on this fucking meme? I might bail on this fucking meme. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. There's another minute and a half. What the fuck? It's fading out. How do you have a minute and a half? From the heavens high, glorious is your word. Ever present, we're gonna play the whole fucking song for thy life divine. I literally have smoked an entire spliff for this meme already. To give sight to the blind, starting my second spliff right now. Guys, they just got back from eating lunch. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go take a shit. I'm gonna take a shit. I'll be right back. There's plenty of time left. Hey guys, just got back from taking a shit. How's it going? Was it a good meme? Was it fucking good? Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Oh, I get it. Lord, we give you thanks and praise. How fucking high were both of you when you made this? How fucking high were both of you when you made this meme? Did you guys just... What? What? It's not even that I don't like it. I like it. But like, 
it felt like you were baked out of your minds when you made this. It's like, do we edit it? It's like, nah, fuck it. Play the whole thing. So nothing's going on the cutting room floor? Nope, all of it. We're just going to play the whole fucking thing? And then why did you, why did you close on that fucking, the, the sky, like, I've seen this in every MLM fucking video trying to get me to join and recruit their shit. What are we doing? I think you guys were fucking high. I swear to God, I leave for a weekend and they're just like, dude, you know what we should do? We do a fucking 12 minute meme that ends with that multi-level marketing fucking outro with the clouds. And you're just like, oh my God. And then just loop the reggae, bro. Loop the reggae over and over. I mean, we just, we go it over and fucking over, man. Dilly will love it, dude. It'll be great. We'll just fucking loop it and just, oh shit, over and over. Yeah, man, just loop the shit. No, man, this is my fucking, this is my magnet open. Oh, it's gonna be great. He'll love it. I forgot what I was even talking about on today's show. I completely forgot. What were we even saying? Is it still Monday? Is it still fucking Monday? What day is it right now? Is the sun setting? Is it dinner time yet? Oh, fuck, man. Whoa. Another spliff. I just had a birthday. Blessed is thy name. Oh, man. I just had a birthday. Oh, it's fucking great. Glorious oh, God. I can see the leaves changing outside of my house. The fucking leaves are changing outside of my residence as we speak. Oh, God. This is incredible. Oh, my God. You know what will make you feel really fucking high? Watch this. Ready? I can fix this beat. Watch this. Ready? I fixed it. I fixed your meme for you. Yeah, there we go. I fixed your meme for you, bud. We just switched drugs. Now we're on that Hunter Biden shit. We're on that Hunter Biden shit now. Fixed your meme. There you go. Thank you. I'm sorry. I thought it was the Dilly show. I didn't realize it was the, it was the fucking mini-series marathon fucking five-minute mags and show. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. It's totally a reasonable time. The length of time is reasonable now. It still hits. We still see the pictures. Before you sent it to me. 
It would have been two and a half minutes. I'd have fucking applauded your effort. Don't motherfuckers just like reggae. Play reggae and show pictures of Trump. For an excessively long period of time. Fucking Amway closer. Oh, we're looping in. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it like that. I'm not gonna do it like that. Was that, that was really good. I played your meme fucking twice. That's thank you guys. That was awesome. That was a really good meme. There's what? What if it was a fucking docu series? Not everybody can stay. Listen, it's not their fault that your attention span can't be fucking held for an entire docu series on reggae Trump. Okay. I don't know what the problem is. Listen, you've you've got to collaborate with bigger assholes, okay? Because if you both get along too well, nobody says no. That's what happened. He was like, should I have more clips? He's like, yeah. He's like, like how long? Like, just as long as you want, bro. The song's four and a half minutes. So you just want to do like the whole song? Fuck it, dude. Let's do the whole song. Should we talk to someone who's an asshole? Maybe we should ask Phantom Shadow. Nah, fuck him. We, we, we know what we're doing. We're boys, right? Yeah. All right, dap it up, bitch. Four and a half minutes is fucking good. This is going to be the most epic fucking thing I've ever seen. Was that what you guys did? I actually liked it. It was good. I'm just fucking with them. I'm fucking with them. Mo had it coming. Mo had it coming. And so did fucking Mags. Mags, what the fuck? Where's your sense of timing, you prick? You, you do nothing but memes that are under 30 seconds. And you drop a four and a half minute bomb on my head. Mags is the king of like, hey, here's some exploding shit and Trump signs and fucking DeSantis sign falling down. He's in and out in like 12 seconds. How the fuck did Mags go from fucking 12 second bangers to being like, hey, here's a five minute fucking video. Check it out. How did this even come about? Like Mags literally is the king of the 30-second banger. He's like, and you're just like, doom, ding, out. This fucking guy, it was his opus, huh? I'm impressed, dude. I think he was high as fuck. I don't even know. I don't even think Mags does drugs, though. Maybe he was just like in a really good mood. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Did they not run this by like any of the our resident pricks that have told him not to do four and a half minutes? Phantom would have been like, this thing is fucking three and a half minutes too long. <laughs> Phantom would have taken him out. You could have asked Ramble. Mike says he's got an 11 minute stairway to heaven live version Trump meme. So this is what we're doing. They didn't even remove, you guys didn't even remove the lo logos from the fucking, uh, the news footage. So we can't even like, he's trying to get me sued too, huh? It's funny. Like, ah, uh, fuck him. Fuck him. He'll play it for five minutes. Let's get Dilly sued by the NBC today. Let's see if ABC will sue Dilly for playing it for five fucking minutes. Yeah, I know. Mags doesn't do drugs. That was a joke. I know that. That motherfucker is high on life, okay? Mags is high on life, okay? He's a happy dude. He's got a beautiful wife. 
He fucking got great kids. I know what he was high on. He was high on life. He was what I know what you fucking did. You guys were feeling that jam and you didn't want the song to end. That's what they did. I know exactly how this went down. They started the song and were like, fuck. Yeah, you guys were just like, uh, that's that fucking jam. I know what you did. It's reggae, bro. You got sucked right in. You were like, hmm. 100%. I know how you did it. Mo says he was high. <laughs> I know what happens. You were listening to that reggae beat like, just keep adding more visuals. I'm fucking with you guys. It was good, though. It was fun. It should have been two and a half minutes, but it was still fun. It was good. Well done. This is good. This is exciting. This is how we, this is how we refine our craft. <laughs> All right. I got to go. I'm losing my fucking voice. I just like we just spent 15 minutes on a fucking four and a half minute meme. Ah, I love you guys. That was fun. That was good times. Well done, fellas. Well, well done. I hope you both. I hope you guys are. Uh, I hope you are like the fucking subscribed on Twitter. You're not gonna be able to upload that bitch. It's only two minutes of your fucking. You gotta be. You gotta pay the extra money. Are you hosting that on your own? Are you hosting that on your own shit? How? Where are you gonna get the bandwidth to upload that? You guys gonna upload that? You got like a, a plot or a spot? I mean, what are you doing? You got your own servers? You got your own server for that? No? You got your own server? Oh, cool. Yeah, they got their own server, guys. They're going to host that. It's their own server. They got their own shit. So that way the Elon won't charge them extra money for using all the internet. Yeah, he's not going to, they're not going to use the whole internet. Just part of the internet. Okay, cool. All right, cool. All right, God bless you. God bless America and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>